Transparent by Ginger Dwan. Chapter 22 XX Grand Ghost. Michelle, looking really worried, zoomed over to the ghost lying on the floor. Trevor, are you alright? She cried, shaking him on the shoulder. He wouldn't wake up. I tried warning you, children. You cannot defeat Evelyn Black. We all turned to face the evil ghost genius as we heard her voice. You cannot defeat the most powerful being in the entire universe. Not to brag or anything. Evelyn laughed maniacally. Aurora was still lying on the floor, unconscious. The ghost power was too strong. Her ancient body couldn't hold up, but I couldn't see how Evelyn Black could. She gazed at the witch, beaming proudly. Now that that old bastard is taken of, I am off to do something for myself. To celebrate the success, she said. And nobody dare try to stop me or else you will all end up like that wretched, unacceptable being on the floor right there. Trevor still didn't move. The blast from Evelyn Black was too vigorous. There was no way we will let you hurt the world like this, Sabrina called out to her. You cannot just walk away with this, with all the bad things that you've done. And what are you going to do about it, ex-grand ghost? Now I am in your position, and the whole Ghostbuster team has to do as I say. They will be loyal and bow down to me. There is nothing you can do, the witch said. Now if you'll excuse me, I have some business to attend to. She disappeared right after she finished the sentence, whooshing away as fast as wind. Sabrina put on a serious expression and started working right away. Meg, Sam, Charlotte, you go check on Trevor. Miranda and I will go see if Aurora needs our help. So she and I went over to Aurora's saloon. She was choking and coughing. You need to stop, Evelyn, she muttered with the very little breath she still had. I trust you. Save your breath, Aurora, I said to her. If you really want to take Evelyn Black down, we need you. You need to recover fast. Ah, uh, I don't know about that, child, she said in a hoarse whisper. The thing you shot me with is very strong. I'm old, and Evelyn, I have to admit that she is more powerful than me. I knelt down next to her and examined her like a doctor would. Like I said, I was pretty good at this science kind of thing. But I wasn't a ghost expert like everyone else around me was. I was not sure how a ghost worked. Yet I was sure that anyone could see clearly that Aurora wasn't going to last long, since it was very obvious. Her face showed the pain she was going through. Here is everything I know about that which she said under her breath, gasping every once in a while. All I can say is be careful, darlings. Be careful. The witch is dangerous, and I think you should all know it well by now. And whatever you do, do not underestimate her. That was the, that was what happened to me, and look at me now. She chuckled weakly. You may have weakened her just a little bit, but she's still powerful. Much powerful than I am. Children, for the world's sake, please give her what she deserves. Aurora was wheezing. She could not hold on much longer. Take care, children, and do not go down the same path I did. I wish you all good luck. Now go. Go get Evelyn Black and make make me proud. And that was the last thing she said. 
the last thing she said in her long ghost life. I felt strange. Even though I did not know her well, I still felt extremely sad as if she had been someone I loved. What is going to happen to her, Sabrina? I asked, wiping my tears away. She's falling into a coma like Charlotte did, my sister replied, staring at the old ghost, putting her palm on the ghost's chest. Her heart is still beating, but unfortunately, she will soon just disappear into thin air. Aurora is extremely old, and we did blast her with a massive dose of ghost power. You and I should both know that she won't survive, but she died a hero, and that's all that matters. I stood up, walking over to the pile of cement, wood, and broken pieces of the mansion. The ground had finally stopped shaking, but the mansion of Evelyn Black was wrecked. Only bits of it had survived the war between the two ghosts, which, which is, I picked up a piece of stone and and placed it carefully next to the witch's body, and used another sharp stone to write on it. Rest in peace. It's okay, Miranda, Sabrina comforted me. Now let's go see if Trevor has woken up. I nodded, giving Aurora and her shrine a last glance, and walking away with Sabrina's hand in mine. Sorrow was all that I felt. I could not focus on helping Trevor, those that I could actually save. He was not up yet, but Meg and the others were busy busy trying to wake him with ghost-busting tools. I didn't bother telling him about Aurora. It might just make the situation much more tense and uncomfortable. He's suffering from mental trauma. I think it's the kind Evelyn used on all of us, Meg declared. The kind which she used to poison Lucy secreted on us, putting us in our own mind and reliving our greatest nightmares, the worst memories we've ever had. Well, isn't there a cure? I asked curiously, still feeling sullen. What if we can find some kind of medicine back in the B-15 of Evelyn's mansion, where she kept all of her monsters, and maybe we'll find a monster that is able to secrete a cure for Trevor? I don't know, the idea is stupid. Meg jumped up, her face lighting with delight. No, Marina, that might actually work, she exclaimed. The problem now is that as the mansion has collapsed, they should all be buried underground. But since the mansion isn't really completely destroyed, the B-15 shouldn't be that much damaged, Michelle said, finishing Meg's sentence. That way we simply just have to find a way to the palace and down the stairs, find that monster and cure Trevor. Good thing we have Miranda, who, if you hadn't forgotten, is my first perfect sister who happens to be great at science, Sabrina said, beaming proudly. You should be able to do some quick experiments to identify which potion we need to make sure it's safe for Trevor, right? I shrugged my, my, I shrugged, my mind worrying. I guess I can. My sister nodded, looking a bit worried for me. And all we all started toward Evelyn Black's wrecked palace. Sam swung his brother up to his shoulders, grunting as he did so. He must be really heavy then, unlike healthy ghosts. I kept telling myself to just forget about Aurora's tragedy and focus on what really mattered while I walked behind Sabrina, so I forced a smile on my face, although it looked extremely abnormal since we weren't in a happy situation now, and tried to think positively. Trevor needed my help, and that was what I needed to do. I climbed over the hill of 
we climbed over the hill of broken parts of the palace which the evil ghost witch owned and found the entrance of it. My clever sister pulled on the large iron ring on the wooden gate, but it wouldn't budge. I helped pull on it, and it creaked open slowly. We entered. The sight was just like last time. The long, winding hallway seemed to be stretching on and on forever. Come on, I'll take the lead, Meg said, and without even taking a glance at her guidebook, we... She walked swiftly down the hall, not hesitating a slightest bit. The girl must have had a photographic memory. How could she possibly memorize the path so well? We arrived on floor B15, and luckily the room wasn't a bit harmed. Before we go in, Marina, what do you need for your experiments? I made a list in my mind, notwithstanding I wasn't exactly sure what I would need to experiment a magical being I'd never seen before. You know what? I think I'll just make out the list later on when I'm actually seeing my subjects, I said. Thanks for asking, though. Meg nodded, and the and on the count of three, she pushed open the door, and sudden roaring of the creatures locked in the cages startled me. The Ghostbuster handed me all, her all-purpose backpack, and I dug around in it, examining the first monster I saw. It had two horns on both sides of its enormous enormous head. Its eyes were round and gleaming the light. How am I supposed to get the potion this monster emanates? I asked, hoping for an answer that wouldn't kill me. Here, this is a gadget we use to hold squirming ghosts if necessary. Meg handed me a net. It was different from the kind she and I used to try and capture Trevor when we were back at her house a few days ago. It was much bigger and heavier. This baby is made of tungsten, the strongest metal on earth. There is no way any of the monsters can break it. At least, I hope they can't. Well, that wasn't the answer I was hoping for. I struggled to hold it up, not bothering to ask how to use it, since it was pretty straightforward. Here goes nothing, I thought, and used all my might to shove the giant net into the gap between the bars holding the monster down as it howled and wriggled around. The metal bars were clanking noisily, but soon the monster could not move. Sabrina held the net for me as I dug my hands into Meg's backpack and pulled out a glass test tube, a dropper, and a syringe. Hey, don't mess around. These are not what you think they are. They are as well ghostbusting tools, and that you're holding right there is a ghostbuster backpack, not a treasure treasure bag. Meg came running to me, grabbing my arm and snatching the equipment away from me. She was shining the glass tubes with her shirt like I was something filthy, but after I gave her a dirty look, she rolled her eyes and gave them back to me. Fine, you can use the these as your science equipment, but don't you dare break them. I fixed my eyes on the monster inside. With a shaky hand, I poked the needle into the beast's flesh, and it whimpered softly. I watched in surprise as the syringe sucked off the the greenish blood from the monster, and the blood, or whatever it was, drained into the test tube. I wondered if ghosts did have blood too, since they were dead souls, but my knowledge expanded as soon as I used the syringe to suck up a drop of Trevor's blood. What color is the ghost's blood? I asked, staring at the purple liquid in the syringe. Michelle leaned closer to me, squinting as well. 
That's definitely not normal, she said. Our blood is white, just like every part, other part of us. I still don't get how ghosts have blood. I mean, you're just dead souls, I said, telling them my question. Hey, is that supposed to be an insult? Charlotte screamed, very pretty much back to her old self again. Even I, a ghostling who doesn't like to study, knows that we aren't just dead souls. We're beings just like humans. You can't criticize us like that. I shrugged, ignoring Charlotte. Nothing's happening. If this is the cure, the liquid should be changing colors, or at least a reaction should be happening. Let's move on to the next monster. After a few more tests, we moved to the creature in the cage next to Lucy's empty one. That, as I poked the needle into the beast's skin and spun the test tube around and around, making the fluid spin like a tornado and mixing them well together, the sign's reaction happened. Trevor's purple blood slowly turned white, and there didn't seem to be any other changes to it. This is the cure, I exclaimed excitedly. This is the key to saving Trevor, and it's safe. I, I, hope, I hope so. There's no time to spare, Miranda. Do it right now, Charlotte was really enthused to get her brother to wake up too. Sam let his brother down from his shoulder, and he placed him carefully on the ground. Without hesitation this time, I injected the creature's blood into Trevor's arm. As he wheezed and gagged, I exhaled deeply, feeling relieved. I just saved his life. Now what? What do we do about Evelyn Black? Charlotte demanded. She hugged Trevor as he finally floated into the air. Everyone was cheering. There's only one thing to do, little one, Sabrina said. We need to somehow get back to the Ghostbusters, and with everyone's power, we will be able to stop her from destroying the world. Don't forget, Sabrina, you aren't the Grand Ghost anymore. Evelyn Black is, I said. And as Aurora said, we cannot underestimate her. Hey, what happened to Aurora anyway, Trevor asked, looking healthy and well now. I lowered my head. She's in a coma, probably already disappeared now. There was silence in the room. Nobody spoke, and the creatures seemed to quiet down a little, too. But there's nothing we can do about that, and we just have to embrace that and move on, Sabrina said. There was a sudden crash, and the monsters in their cages all howled and roared. I covered my face with my arms. It was as if the aftershock of the earthquake was happening, and the castle of Evelyn Black started falling into pieces again. We were all just about to evacuate out of the room when the shaking stopped abruptly. I looked around. What was going on? Well, children, you don't just run away from danger. Sometimes you have to face it. It was Evelyn Black, again. And now you'll have to face me. I gestured the secret language I made up with my sister to her and acted fast, making sure she knew what I was telling her. At first, I just wanted to run away from the scene and disappear, but after I started running, I had an idea. I ran and ran. Last time, we were fighting the evil witch with a plan, just like she did, but the, that clearly didn't work out. Now it's time to act without a script, like improv. Because when you do that, it just happens to be unpredictable. And just like last time, Evelyn's plan would no longer work. 
Miranda, what are you doing? I heard Sabrina cry. I did not answer. I couldn't get far away, though, because I was no match for a little black. She caught up with me in less than a second and grabbed my grabbed me by the neck, lifting me up, my legs dangling a few inches above the ground. Well, that was stupid, she laughed hysterically. I literally just told you not to run away from danger. Or have you... Or have I just forgotten that you, Miranda Barlow, are a coward? Put my sister down right now, Sabrina yelled. I caught a glimpse of my friend from the corner of my eyes, and I could see Meg quietly digging around in her backpack. I was choking, gasping for air, but I knew I I just had to hang on for a little longer. Oh, Sabrina, or what? Or you will pull... Put me in the ghost's headquarters? I don't think so. I'm the grand ghost, Evelyn chuckled and tightened her grasp against my throat. Just then, I felt a gust of wind against my face and the ghost witch let go of me all of a sudden. I crashed to the ground, but shook the pain away. Looking up, we had won. Evelyn's hands were cuffed and her face showed her surprise and disappointment. Trevor had swooped in just in time, cuffing her with the ghost-powered handcuffs from Meg's backpack. Evelyn Black, you're under arrest and will be taken to the ghost's headquarters, Sabrina said, floating over to her and beaming. And for all the crimes that you have committed, you're no longer in the position of the Grand Ghost and fired immediately from the Ghostbusters. Evelyn Black scoffed. You cannot fool me this easily, she said, and snapped her fingers. Nothing happened. You're not the first witch we've dealt with, evil one, Meg said. That's why my friend Marina here has upgraded the cups that you are wearing right now into magic-proof ones. No more bad behavior for you. I smiled at Meg and she smiled back at me, showing her braces once again. She just called me a friend. Our friendship was officially back on track. Will you do the honors, Margaret? Sabrina asked, handing over the moral ghost witch. Meg merrily took the offer. As soon as we got outside, with a smash of the transportation balls, we arrived at the ghost's headquarters and turned her in. The Ghostbusters back at the ghost's headquarters all cheered like we were heroes. Meg enjoyed herself so much she even crowd surfed. She was right. It was a huge honor. Sabrina was back in the position of the Grand Ghost, and all we all got promotions, even though Sam, Michelle, and Charlotte weren't even members of the Ghostbusters. I wondered if my parents were going to take this well. They must be so worried for us. What did I get from this trip? Well, first of all, I got the friendship between myself and ghosts. Second, I found my long-lost sister. But lastly, and most importantly, I proved my... I proved to myself that I was not a coward. I proved my skills to myself. I proved my importance to a team. We celebrated in the ghost's headquarters. It was a party the Ghostbusters have been waiting for centuries, and now it was happening, and I was so glad I was there to witness it. It was a quiet afternoon in my house. Everyone was out and I was home alone. Not even the ghosts were home. I sat on my bed, staring at the picture of me with Meg and the ghosts, thinking about nothing. We had taken it the night we first came home from the trip, right after our parents met for the first time and they agreed to us all living together in the same haunted house and promised that we were all going to be nice to each other. Trevor's parents swore that there would no longer be the kicking human 
Pete's out phase, which was a relief. It was a happy night. Just when I was about to put the picture back, the old telephone in our house downstairs started ringing. The ringtone was a bit unpleasant. I ran down the stairs. It creaked and squeaked loudly, and I was afraid it was going to collapse. I kind of had have nightmares about that now, about the house falling apart just like Evelyn Black's mansion did. I picked the telephone up and answered. Hello? Hi, is Sabrina Barlow on the phone? A female voice came out from the other end. No, she's not home, I told the woman, but I'm her sister, Miranda Barlow. I can deliver the message to her later when she comes home. That would be great, the woman said. Mrs. White got informed that the ex-grand ghost, Miss Poverly, somehow passed away in her own office. The detectives are still investigating the case. They say it was likely a murder, but they're not sure yet. Please tell your sister that we need the grand ghost at the, grand, at the crime scene as soon as possible. I frowned. But how is that possible? Are you saying that ghosts can die now? The CSI in the case declared that there were no signs of ghost life in Miss Poverly. As for how she died, we are not sure yet. I understand. I will alert Sabrina as soon as she gets home, I said, my face solemn. And right after I finished, I hung up. As I put the telephone down, I just stared blankly at the wall. I heard Sabrina float in from the broken windows. She was humming softly to herself. I did not stand up to greet her. The truth was but disappointing and hurtful. I just discovered that everything I've ever worked for, everything I've ever built on, my entire life was a straight up lie. Hey guys, first of all, I really hope you enjoyed this story as, as much as I did writing it, and thank you for all your support of our podcast channel. Anyway, I would like to inform you all that this story you've just heard, Transparent, is now a published book that you can buy on Amazon. There is both an e-book option or a paperback, and if you enjoyed listening to this story, hopefully you can go to Amazon.com, search for Transparent, a ghost story, and support my book as well. Once again, thank you for all your support. We'll see you next time. Thank you.